For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today our guest is David Glickenstein, Professor of Mathematics and Associate Head of the Graduate Program in Math at the University of Arizona. Dave's research focuses on intriguing aspects of calculus-based geometry. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Thank you. In the most general terms, how do you describe your field of study? Differential geometry is about shapes that are more complicated than the kind that you might learn in school, like squares and cubes and triangles, although they might be built up out of those things. Uh, they involve looking at shapes that are like a sphere or something more complicated, like actually the shape of the earth, including the the mountain ranges and the valleys. And that's something that's similar to a sphere, but is more complicated, more complex. And one of the things you do with this capability of describing geometric objects is to map very interesting things like our brains or our bones. You have ways of doing a geometric description of some pretty complex shapes. That's right. I mean, these complex shapes are all around us. Coffee mug, your bones, planetary bodies, lots of things are irregularly shaped. And if the fact that they're irregularly shaped is of interest, or you want to look at all coffee mugs or all bones of a particular type, and you want to compare them, one thing you can do is try to relate them to a, a simpler geometric structure like the sphere. And so you can think of mapping a femur to a sphere in a particular way. A sphere is a, is a nice shape because it looks the same everywhere, whereas a, a femur bone or, or even a brain, they don't look the same everywhere. Your mother was a teacher, and I know you enjoy melding research and teaching. How do you incorporate your special research perspective into your teaching? I think of mathematics as sort of the basis for a lot of things. And so I like to tell students about where things are applicable. So if there's calculus, you can sort of see how calculus leads to fluid modeling or to uh, and fluid modeling can happen on interesting geometric bodies like the Earth, for instance, or Jupiter. I like to connect things to, to real life. So another place that math is very important in is in modern technology. And so one of the examples that I like to bring up is uh, the Google PageRank algorithm, which is what tells you when you look up something in Google, which is the first thing that it shows you and what is the second thing that it shows you. Well, one, one way of thinking of that is it's producing a geometry on the internet and ranking things in terms of a certain type of math. And that math is not that complex. It really comes down to some linear algebra, uh, which is the kind of course that a sophomore physical sciences major would take. In middle school and in high school, most of us took geometry and algebra and maybe some calculus. How is what you're teaching undergraduates and graduate students connected to what we all learned in high school, say? Well, Euclid is really the basis for everything. And the next sort of big step is calculus. Calculus is sometimes called analytical geometry. And the great thing about calculus is you can calculate lots of cool things that you might not have otherwise been able to, to do. The next step is calculus, what we call calculus on manifolds. So manifolds are just spaces that are sort of look locally like Euclidean space, but are, are have a bigger 
more complex structure like they the can earth. have more dimensions even they could have more dimensions they could have different shapes but it turns out that calculus can be done locally it just it it only takes place nearby you've told me that you like to present students with the hardest thing they can do a lot of us choose problems because they're hard one of the great things about math is that uh, it's hard and some people are drawn to it because it's hard. Some people are afraid of it because it's hard. Some people hit a wall. They find it very difficult in algebra. Some people have a hard time in calculus. Some people don't have a hard time until they're research mathematicians. But everybody hits that wall and finds that it's, it's very difficult. And part of what it takes is to learn how to overcome and get past those difficulties. And that's one of the great things about it. But it's also kind of a great equalizer. Thanks very much, Dave. Thank you. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.